Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome and thank you for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. My name is Zach Brittle, here with Laura Heck. Um, we wandered around a little bit today. It, uh, we started off trying to talk about orange peels and ended up talking about one of the most important pieces of uh, really the foundation of how to be in a relationship with your partner. We share some cool resources. We celebrate a victory for Laura and her fundraising campaign. You get to learn exactly how handy I am, which is not very but uh, it's, a, it's a fun one. This is a very cool conversation. Stick around. Let's talk about Jason for a second because he, uh, Jason is one of these guys who learns how to do things and he like, uh, like he learned Jason's how our to- Jason's producer, by the way. He learned yes. how to remodel his whole house by himself. So <laughs> he just gutted his house and started like watching YouTube videos about how to, you know, build stairs and install heated floors and all this stuff. And No, like, heated floors? Yeah, he did everything, man. He did. It's it's obnoxious how much he did. But um, how is his marriage? Because I I have great. been I've been present for people who have taken on projects. This was actually really interesting. My my parents got into some pretty big arguments while I was growing uh-huh. up, and they don't fight. And the the crux of it was that my uh, bonus mom. This is not my birth mom, but my bonus mom that my dad married when I was five. She would start a project and not finish it and then move to a new room. And that was like the only fight I remember them ever having growing up. That was the only conflict. That's amazing. But is the, here's the reason why I'm asking (laughs) is that remodels can cause a lot of conflict. A lot of it has to do with money. And when you're taking on projects and you're doing it yourself, obviously you're saving a lot of money, but I want to know from Jason's wife, how is it going? Because I great. would want to, I, I talked to her on a regular basis. Him. She's like, I love this guy. He just makes, he just does <sighs> things. And we okay. sit back and we watch him and we make fun of him together because we're both idiots. And I, the reason I was trying to tell you this story is because I did something today that was really yes. handy. What'd you do? Uh, I found in the cupboard of my bathroom cabinet the little peg that makes the shelf stay up. Oh, did you change the shelf height? No. No, it just fell out. And then the shelf yeah. was wobbly for like three yeah. weeks. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to have to call a handyman. And instead I just, I decided maybe there's a little peg in here somewhere. So I, I, I ran my finger around the inside of the cabinet and I found it Yeah, and I put wow. it in there and I fixed the shelf. Did you have your wife ooh and ah? Did you show her? Did you say, no, hey, you're the, you're the first Reb, person I come... told. Oh, okay. Well, let me take this moment and opportunity to ooh and ah. Hey, Zach. That's amazing. You yeah, saved so much time and money by not calling a handyman. You just did it yeah. yourself. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, good for you. Yeah. 
Anyway, wow, that's, that's, I'm the opposite of Jason. Yeah. But basically. you can just go to bed canal because you really crush the morning. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I'm done for the day. I did it. No, oh, Jason, listen, Jason and Paula, I've never seen, I've never seen a woman like more, uh, sort of, uh, not in awe. That's the wrong word, but sort of more appreciative of the Aww. man that she married. Like she just, she gets it and he gets it and they get it. And it's really cool to watch them. Um, like navigate Aww. some of his, his uh, like wild hairs that he goes on. He's also the guy who like, he'll just like decide to fall in love with musical theater. So he just builds the whole set for his kids play. You know, he's like, I don't know how to build a set, but I'm going to figure that out. Work. I think what you're saying is that we need to give Jason more work because he has too much time on his hands. I want him to come over to my house and make it smart. Do you guys, when you do your remodel, are you getting a smart house? Like you're going to say, Alexa, turn on all the lights. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I think that could happen. I'm not sure. We did we did do an intentional thing of having all of our like light switches. We talked to the electrician and and you can, you know, do it from your phone. That's pretty mm-hmm. smart, right? Yeah, that's a smart house, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's totally. and then, you know, we have like I I installed this was a big deal. Um in my mom's house, the thermostat that you can program oh, right like the Google yeah. Nest. Uh-huh. Uh I don't know what else there is to be smart about, but I think having smart homes is you can pretty play cool. Music, like, you, like play, play, you know, Jack Johnson in the living room. You, you yeah. Oh, we do have, we have multiple Alexas, um, you know, throughout the house. She's probably going to wake up and say, what do you want, Laura? <laughs> anyway. Um, no, hey, you know, what's really cool guys. Oh, Tell me. I have something for you, Ryan. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to translate, but I found a video of my son when he was about four years old and I think it is hilarious. And I also think you would think it's hilarious. So I'm going to show you this video of Holden. Mm. And the premise is that Holden is is making a deal with dad. And what he really wants is he wants a movie. He wants to rent a movie for $3.99 from whatever online app we have um, with his pizza. And so this is the deal that they're making. And we've decided that we're going to keep this video because it uh, we're going to have it as, yeah, we're going to use it against him. Okay, here you go. I'm gonna do whatever you say, even what, even when I'm a teacher, but not even when I'm a teenager, but not an adult. Whatever I say. Whatever you say. When, whenever I say it. I'll do it in response. And in exchange for that, what am I giving you? A movie tonight to go with her pizza. Sounds like a good deal to me, buddy. Thanks. Did you hear the little thanks at the end? Yeah. Thanks. Okay. So I wanted to. How's I that going? To show... <laughs> uh, I mean, we're going to, I think the hard times are going to come. He's a good listener. He's a really good listener. Like mm-hmm. Today, you know, he followed all the instructions. He picked up his room before he left for school. He brushed his teeth. He did his hair, blah, blah, blah. But um, this is my son. Uh, my son was diagnosed with NF2, which is a rare, uh, genetic disorder where he has tumors throughout his brain and spine. Um, he does immunotherapy. He's such a freaking trooper. And we got our very first donation. What? And I'm so excited. Yeah. I have to People look at this. People actually gave us money? You gave yeah, me money? That's yeah. It amazing. was Kirsten. So Kirsten, thank you so much for donating. I'm so excited. If this is your first time hearing about it, I'm going to be running the New York marathon and, um, I'm raising money 
Did she, uh, for, did she did you meet your goal did she like one fell swoop she like made the whole thing no but it was still incredibly generous i okay. i think my goal is you know at least three thousand dollars i have four women on my team it's called the uh hustlers for holden um okay. which now that i say it out loud it doesn't sound <laughs> we might change that name because well, you just changed it to hookers for holden yeah or like whores <laughs> for holden or something <laughs> So, um, yeah, Holden's whores, (laughs) (laughs) but we have our first hundred dollars. And if you want to continue to contribute, which would be amazing, I'm raising all the way up until November when I run the New York marathon, but uh, Kirsten is our very first donator. And, um, you can do that on our website, marriage therapy radio. You'll see it. And I'm going to find some way to post a video of this because you have to see Holden and his excitement. He's literally like wringing his hands, like. Like, mother, may I? Please, please, please. May I have a movie? Anyway. What was the movie? I don't know. It was probably something animated. He was five. We've moved on to bigger, you know, TVMA at this point with him. By the way, I think giving away money is cool. I think it's a cool thing to do, whether it's like to the guy who's got got the sign on the street corner or it's to the local theater that you love or to the random fundraiser from the podcast list lady that you like to support. I think it's a cool thing to do. I think you should do it more often because here's here's my here's my very very quick theory about giving money away is okay. when you give money away you demonstrate that you have power over money which is the opposite of have, mm. of money having power over you interesting and, um, even if it's in little tiny ways to remind yourself that this thing doesn't 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 direct your traffic but you direct mm-hmm. its traffic is a cool thing to do so hmm. um, yeah congratulations Kirsten on yes being cool yeah. <laughs> you get a shout out. And for everyone who donates, I will also give you a first name shout out. Um, Kirsten's been with us for a very long time. She's like a, she's been listening since the beginning, which is very cool. And I have a feeling she is not from the United States, but I don't know. You can email me back, Kirsten, and let me know. In the spirit of self-care, today's sponsor, One Skin, is here to help you simplify your skincare regimen. It was founded by four PhDs dedicated to skin longevity. One Skin proves that you don't need a complicated routine to achieve better skin. Their topical supplements make it easy to help your skin stay longer and healthier without all of the extra steps. So what is their secret? One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. So it's the first ingredient scientifically proven to reduce the buildup of senescent cells. Don't worry, I'm going to tell you about what those are. They are these notorious zombie cells that contribute to skin aging. So fewer zombie cells means healthier, younger looking skin with fewer lines, wrinkles, reduced age spots, and a stronger natural barrier. Something that's really important this time of year. So let me just pause for a second because I keep reading all about these zombie cells. They're popping up everywhere, including this book I'm reading right now called Outlive. So with age, cells experience senescence. It's a state where your cells just stop growing, but they continue to release this inflammatory, tissue-degrading molecules. So when a person is young, the immune system responds and they eliminate these senescent cells, often referred to as zombie cells. But with age, these senescent cells, they stick around in our body and they begin to wreak havoc, including our skin, because hello, our skin is the largest organ in the body. So as you can imagine, the buildup of all of these stale, stubborn cells, it looks like, that's right, aging. This is revolutionary, y'all. It's a product that's proven to actually reduce the buildup. One Skin is more than just skincare, it's skin longevity. It's targeting the root causes of aging to help you look and feel your best at every age. So 
all of you, you get to get started today with 15% off using our code MTR at oneskin.co. It's C-O. That's 15% off at oneskin, O-N-E, skin.co with code MTR. So after your purchase, they're going to ask you, where did you hear about them? So please support our show. Let them know that Marriage Therapy Radio sent you. It's time to expect more from your skincare routine. So invest in your health of your skin with One Skin. Okay, let's talk about what we're, we're here to talk about. If you say so. Um, <laughs> I do say so, thank you. Okay. Um, I got this email from a, from a friend slash client slash person I know slash colleague slash movie star kind of mm. thing, sort of thing. Movie star uh, or television rock star? Uh, Get it? Get it? I got you. I got you. I got you. Um, no, but but actually, she sent me this this oh. email that she read about TikTok, and you're not you don't do TikTok or uh, I'm off all social media. You yeah. know, I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking yeah. about just like just the more I watch this stuff, the more I'm like, what have we become? By the mm. way, I am. Um, you know, I'm going to Costa Rica this weekend. Yeah. I, we unlocked Friday. something special when you went to Germany and now you're just like a total jet setter. It's amazing. I've been, prepa- I've been preparing Rebecca that I'm, I'm pretty committed to just like going off the grid, like kind of just being in the jungle of Costa Rica for a week and maybe not, re- not doing Wi-Fi or not like reading email or something or being available to her at all emotionally or practically. Yeah. Um, she probably needs a big ass break from you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a great idea. But I'm thinking about like, you know, writing things, but with the pen on paper mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. reading things like, but actual like paper in my hand, yeah. like reading a book yeah. that I hold. Um, Taking it back to 1990. Yeah, totally. It's a good idea. But it, but it, that, that whole conversation is being juxtaposed to just sort of my awareness about and around how hard the phone is working to get my attention. Like it <laughs> really, it's really working very, very hard. Um, mm-hmm. and we've had this conversation before. Sometimes when we talk about bids and turning, we talk about how like you got to turn toward your partner and that's yeah. a, that's a, that's an essential thing to learn how to do. And, and yet we're not all that practiced at it, but you know, who's practicing all the time, huh. the phone people making, making bids, how, they're figuring yeah, out turning how to towards bid your bid. You're like, I need mm-hmm. entertainment. Here's a video. I need yeah. information. Here's the news. I need mm-hmm. sex. Here's some porn. I need to solve a problem. Here's an email mm-hmm. address. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, it's like it, it, if you need anything, it is in your pocket, and it's yeah. insane to me. Um, that's Can not I what we, for a second. That's not what we we're going to talk about. But uh, yes, please interject because I don't. Do you remember, remember when we did the Vanity Fair videos and we were analyzing movies? Um, yes, and we did one called Her, and I don't remember yeah. if you have ever seen Her, uh, but it's with Joaquin I, Phoenix. Me? Yes. Did you actually watch the video? Of course. The movie? I, no, yeah. Duh. Okay. I didn't, like, I, I didn't analyze a movie I didn't watch. Oh, I definitely did. We were supposed to watch, uh, uh, you know, like series of shows. That and if I had never, so yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> I 100% did not watch some of the videos we were yeah. supposed to analyze. Um, yeah. But I found some sound bites that I could offer, you know, and sound somewhat yeah, intelligent. Great. If you haven't yeah. seen it, the just Google Zach Brittle, Laura Hack, Vanity Fair. And it's actually pretty darn well, it's on YouTube. It's also at the bottom. I, th- I think Jason has them on the uh, American page. I think Super they're Radio on our page. website. Yeah. yeah. So uh, in the her. movie Her, 
it's about uh, this gentleman, Joaquin Phoenix, is the actor, and he falls in love with this, with an operating system. And the operating mm-hmm. system exists in his computer and his phone. And what you see and what it portrays is this society that is so connected. And when you watch the movie, you're like, God, you guys are a bunch of dummies. Like, <laughs> look at you staring at your phones, having these relationships with these operating systems. But I double dog dare you, next time you are sitting... Uh, like in an airplane or next time you're sitting waiting, you know, in line at the grocery store, look at how many people are in relationship with their operating systems. Uh-huh. It is it. Uh, so I think of that movie, honestly, just about every time I'm sitting there staring at my phone and I'm thinking I am Joaquin Phoenix. I am in uh-huh. a relationship with my operating system. So I'm going to challenge myself. Here's the crazy to. thing about that movie is it came out over 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, that movie was not predicting the future. It was predicting the present in 2020, yeah, in 2013. We are way worse. And we're way worse. Yeah. Way worse. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting segue, by the way, for you to be talking about TikTok, but yeah. well, I know that's the, where we're going. The, 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 the reason that we're talking about it is because I get this article from uh, this lady and she's, she says, hey, what, you guys should talk about this. She's avid listener. She's a big fan. She loves talking to us and or sending me stuff. And it's, I, I'm grateful all the time. Um, but it's about this, this trend or this series of trends, I guess, that are coming up on social media video kind of situations. And the one that, uh, that kind of is that at the top of this article is this, would you peel my orange trend? And so it's a setup, right? But this usually a, a woman, you know, sets up her camera on her kitchen counter and she goes, honey, would you, would you peel this orange for me? And then the, and then it's like, what happens next, right? Does he right. peel the orange? Does What's he not the peel the orange? Does he do the thing? You know, and there's all kinds of versions of these that are just um, interesting, but, but it's the article begins to speculate about what's in that. Like, what's the information that's available to us or to her in this case, mm-hmm. when you ask your partner to do something that you can do yourself, there's really right. no reason for yeah. them to do it. And so I guess I'm wondering a little bit about, you know, what's a reasonable bid and what is the, what's the cost of, of those bids? Um, and what's the role of, I mean, I, I guess we could talk about the role of technology, but I, I'm wondering what you think about these sorts, these sorts of setups. You know, we, hmm. we've talked for a decade about how the kind of the, the main one that we, that comes out of John Gottman's research is this idea of, Hey, look at that bird. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, yeah, there's a bird or don't, don't bother me. I, I don't have time to look at your bird or. Um, or ignore you. But anyway, this is, this is what I want to talk about a little bit is these sort of manufactured bid situations that are coming up in all these social media contexts. And what do you think about this? Yeah. Well, I want to back up just a little bit before we kind of dive into the idea of like, will you peel an orange for me? (laughs) Um, And just talk about what a bid is and why it's, why it's important. And so I'll, I'll see if I can kind of spin through this is that through Dr. Gottman's research and observing these newlywed couples for 24 hours, there's all of these like little tiny micro moments that are happening throughout the day. And it's conversation, it's physical touch, it's, um, you know, uh, helping your partner do something, it's offering to make them lunch. It's all of these like little micro moments. And he had all of this data for years and years and years. And it wasn't until one of his uh, research assistants was combing through the data and then sort of said, hey, 
you know what I'm kind of noticing is that there's all these like little tiny moments that are occurring between partners <laughs> where she says, oh, that's crazy. Look at that bird. And then the husband turns to the window and he goes, wow, you just don't see those very often. And what they deemed that is her saying, hey, look at that bird is her bid for connection. It's her bid basically saying, reaching for her partner and saying, are you there for me? Uh Will you pay attention to me? Will you love me? Will you engage with me? And he has a choice at that point where he could turn toward the window and go, wow, look at that bird. That's crazy. Or he could go, mm, which is still a response. Or he could ignore her. Or he uh-huh. could also say, I'm right in the middle of something. Leave me alone. I told you to leave me alone. Uh-huh. So there's these ways that you can respond to your partner's bid for connection. And the crazy part is that bids can be really obvious where you're specifically asking your partner for something. Hey, honey, can you peel me an orange? Uh-huh. That is a very specific direct request. And then you can also have these bids for connection that are so much more like covert that you miss them. You don't even realize that your partner is reaching out for something, right? Uh-huh. Um like if your partner walks into the room and just has this big, deep, heavy sigh, that okay. is an actual bid for connection. And no you can respond or you can ignore. Um, and what we found is that over time, the cumulative impact of how you respond to these bids for connection is actually either setting you up for to build your relationship up or setting you up to dissolve that relationship. Yeah. So all of those little micro moments matter. And what you're talking about in these TikTok videos is just kind of checking in and and kind of getting a snapshot. If I make a bid for connection, that's a pretty darn obvious bid. Will Mm -hmm. you respond to me? And what does that say about the relationship or the state of the relationship? And I actually have something to say about that in a little bit because I, uh, yeah, I'm going to pause. But now I want to get back to the orange peel. Yeah. And what what that means, because I wanted to give everybody a little snapshot of what we're actually talking about here is this bidding system in the relationship. I think we might be talking about two things, because I think talking oh. about bidding and, and, and the bidding system is is critical. I think it's very, very important. And I'm not sure if it dovetails perfectly the way that I think or want, because I, I have a little bit of contempt for these videos because they feel like performance art. They feel like, and they are. They're like, even if you were trying an experiment, you don't have to put it on the internet. Like it's still a thing that you're doing to put out into the world. Like versus let's just say view without your camera tested Ryan's ability to peel an orange for you. You know, (laughs) that's a different thing, but, but let's go back to your thing. Cause I think your, your discussion about bids is really important. And I, I always add two things, as you know, number one is the research reveals that there's two different types of turns. Well, there's positive turns and there's negative turns and you articulated, (laughs) um, uh, a turn toward, which was, oh yeah, bird. You also yeah. articulated an enthusiastic turn toward, which yeah. was, oh, that's a lovely bird. Thank you for showing that bird. That reminds me of like, we should maybe go bird watching sometime. Like there, mm-hmm. the, the thing that's interesting about the research is there's no advantage statistically to enthusiastically turning toward versus turning toward. So people are like, oh, I don't want to have to like up the ante and raise the bar, but you don't have to. You just yeah. have to pay attention, like literally. Yeah. In order to, to get like a check next to the bid, all yeah. you have to do is be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty low. The other one is that uh, there's an, there's a, two types of negative turns. And one is what you what you already described, turning away, which is when you just sort of ignore the bid or you say nothing. Mm-hmm. The other one is turning against, which is leave me alone. Mm-hmm. I got better things to do than look at your stupid bird. Um, it turns out that statistically turning against is better or less bad anyway than turning mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Because it closes the loop, because it says to your partner, you still have my attention. It might be a bid for affection or attention. Yeah. But, and what you get is conflict, but you still get 
you still get the attention that you need. Right. And the thing that I think is really critical often for couples to understand is that this bid and turning system is so important um, that that you learn how to steward it early on. Whenever, almost 100% of the time when somebody comes into my office and there's been an affair or there's been a significant mm-hmm. betrayal of mm-hmm. some sort, you can trace back, you can go back and and discover and discern that the bid and system, the bid and turning system was broken. Right. That there was a, that, that, that system, and I'm not blaming, I'm not shifting blame. I'm not saying it's a responsibility that you didn't turn toward bids. So now I'm going to go have an affair. But when you don't turn toward bids, uh-huh. then your partner, two things happen. Your, a, your partner stops making bids and B, they start making them somewhere else. Right. And that could be at the gym or it could be with their kids or it could be at uh-huh. their job. It could be with an affair partner that, or an eventual affair partner. But, um, but this is why stewarding this bid and turning system is so power is so important because right. it's, it's the source often of how betrayal emerges. Uh-huh. Um, and if I want to make the segue back into TikTok, often in this world that we live in right now, the re not the reason. One of the things that makes us really easy to not turn toward our partner's bids is how enwrapped we are in our phones. That's right. Like yeah. if, my, if my wife walks in and goes, but I'm doing the crossword uh-huh. and I'm into totally. it. Totally. Yeah. I'm it's very likely I'll miss that bid. Um, yeah. which is not what we're talking about with the orange peels, but I'm happy to circle back and get to that. <laughs> if it feels- okay, but okay. So the orange peel, what were you gonna say? Because I started talking about the bidding system and you were like, mm, that's not quite where I was going. I think with I was this. I think I wanted to talk, I think I wanted to make fun of these people. I think I wanted to mock <sighs> them and deride them for forcing their partners to go through these faux experiments just to figure out if they love them. Um, I don't know if that's still what I want to do, but I think when I read the article, I was like, this is so stupid. And I've seen these orange videos before and I've seen girls get really sad because their boyfriends didn't, didn't peel the orange. And I've seen girls get like really delighted because maybe he peeled it and he put it in a bowl and there was like a little bit of like a celery on the side or something and celery also, and uh, orange slices giggy, is, that, giggy. Is, that a, is that a combination disgusting. that people know? no it's disgusting i don't know i don't really eat celery so um well okay here's the other thing that i was thinking about too is when you make a specific request of your partner and it could be of anything like honey can you can you grab me uh, an orange and peel it for me. Uh-huh. The hope is that, and what we're aiming for, what we're shooting for is that when your partner makes a specific request that your brain clues into that and says, how can I try and make this happen as much as possible? How can I yeah. say yes? This is another element that we talk about. Maybe this is a plug for our workshop, but we spent a good amount of time in the last workshop last weekend talking about how can you turn towards your partner's request, which is also a bid for connection and try and say yes, as much as possible. How can you be, you know, influenced and yielding? So if your partner comes to you and says, Hey babe, uh, can we go out for lunch today? Or do you want to go for a walk? Or, uh, will you peel an orange slice for me and hand deliver it? How can you hear that request and try and say, you know what? Uh, Absolutely. I can do that. That's an easy yes. Um, so there's sort of two things happening. A request is a bid for connection. Are you turning toward it? How are you oh, turning toward it? Are you turning toward it, you know, sort of like just just checking the box? Or are you enthusiastically turning toward it? And what you mentioned with the orange peel request is one one partner was like, you want an orange? You bet. And like hop into, hops into okay. their car and like goes down to the grocery store, picks out like an array of different oranges, peels them, puts them and arranges them on a platter and is like, yeah. here, honey, I got you exactly what you wanted. 
Or are they, you know, just being like, do it yourself. I'm in the middle of something. Like how? See, I think sometimes do it yourself. Respond? I'm in the middle of something is actually a, the, the better turn. Like, oh, okay. You're going to have to state a case for that one. Well, I, again, these are setups, right? Like this woman the, in these videos, these, 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 and it's often girls. I don't mean to stereotype it, but it is, it's just mostly girls are, are asking their partner to stop what they're doing, to do something that they could do for themselves. Sure. It's not based in need. It's based in performance art, you know? And yeah. I do think there was a clever little sentence in the article. It was in the Washington post actually about how, uh, this one couple who, who I do think they're kind of getting it right is she says to him, I would never ask you this because I know that if I did, you would peel your arms for me. I am already confident that you would do it for me. And then they had a whole conversation that followed about how they peel each other's oranges all the time Fair. by heating up the seat in the car before I pick you up or by yeah. making sure that your car has enough gas in it or by making two cups of coffee in the morning, even mm -hmm. though you're not awake yet. I mean, all kinds of, I do think there's something about like, uh, anticipating needs is kind of the theme of that particular anecdote. But, mm. um, but you know, I don't, I don't need to hang my hat. I think there's a good point here. There's a good point, which is when your partner asks you to do something, are you able to do it? I think the other point I would make though, is don't ask your partner to do stuff just to prove their fealty or prove right. their loyalty or prove their, that they're, that they're, that they're paying attention to you. Um, mm. it, it doesn't feel real. And I think that's actually my problem with the the whole concept that we're discussing. It's, is, it's a bait, right? Like, it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's coming from TikTok. So it is performance art, but what we're talking about is we're taking the concept and we're just trying to drill down a little bit. And if you learn anything, like if you're like, mm, I'm going to try this, I'm going to make a bid for connection. I'm just going to pay attention to see how my partner responds. Um, people when here's the cool part when you tell people and you listen to this podcast and you're like oh bits for connection okay i can see how it's actually really important um when you know that it's important in either building your relationship up or slowly dissolving it over time you start mm -hmm. to actually pay attention to how mm -hmm. you're responding to your partner so just the awareness alone can shift the dynamic so for example, you watch this thing on TikTok and now all of a sudden you're like, oh, you know what? Next time my partner has a request like, hey, would you mind grabbing the groceries out of the car where they completely could grab groceries out of the car themselves and you have to put the thing down that you're doing, get off your ass and go empty the, you know, like the car, go do it for your partner. I don't think there's anything wrong with the difference between a want and a need. Like, yeah. this is just something that my partner wants. It's not something that they need. I yeah. don't care. Make your, make your partner feel special that you're going to yeah. go out of your way to give them something that they want, not just something that they need. Here's something I'm, here's what I'm going to do between now okay. and the time I leave for Costa Rica. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to set this up. I'm going to see if Rebecca will peel an orange for me and just, right. and, and see what happens. You're going to join in. Or are you going to post it on I our social media? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll report back and see what happens. But, um, <sighs> I wanted to say two things about, uh, your, your plug for the workshop. Uh, number one is too late. You missed it. It was amazing. It was awesome. We had a really great group and they loved it. And we, with it's apologies true. to all the other groups that came before, this was definitely our favorite group because they, they, they ate it up. And, um, so I've, here, I've been thinking a lot about why we had such a good time and it's okay. because every single one of them listened to the podcast and, and they listened to the podcast. They're already bought in on Zach and Laura and the energy mm -hmm. that we bring. Mm -hmm. They're already bought in on the idea of we're wanting to make our relationship better. 
Um, we have, I mean, it really was a group of people that just wanted to do better. And it was uh -huh. so cool watching them uh -huh. interact with each other and interact with us. But it was, it was pretty delightful. Very different from our experience when we go work with the military and they're like, we don't know who you are. We don't know why you're here. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah. What I wanted to say though is, um, we, the next few weeks of the podcast are going to be very cool. We have a ton of very cool interviews coming up. Mm -hmm. um, we have a ton of resources that we're going to want to share with you. Um, one is uh, coming up in March, at the end of March. It's it's the Gottman Institute's Art and Science of Love workshop. Mm, when yeah. we do the seven principles one, that's like Gottman 101. It's like mm -hmm. introductory course. It's, it's we, we kind of do it real quick and it's, um, it's fun. It's lighthearted. There's lots of... Yeah. Um, the art and science of love is more like Gottman 501. It's more like yeah. the graduate school course. It's mm -hmm. longer, it's deeper. There's more support for couples that are interested in kind of yeah. having um, uh, help going, going, working on some stuff. It tends to be a little bit more, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just a more elevated event. It's not our mm -hmm. event. It's not Zach and Laura's event. It's the Gottman Institute's event, but we are teaching it in March and they gave us a code that you can use if you are interested in uh, taking that kind of 501 course and getting some money off. It's MTR 2024, MTR 2024. You can go to the Gottman Institute.com or oh, I think it's Gottman.com and you can mm -hmm. check out the art and science of love. Uh, there's not really anything in it for us except for it's cool when people use our code and we can say, ha ha, look, we did it. But um, <laughs> if you're sad that you missed the people. seven principles one, if yeah. the March weekend is better for you, and if you're looking for something that's a little bit more supportive, um, the Art and Science of Love is a great, great resource. Um, we're proud to teach it and are looking forward to it. Some of our favorite uh, certified Gottman therapists are going to be there also providing support. So check it out if that's of interest to you. I can't remember when it is. When is it? March? Like I want to see 23, 24 or something like that. Yeah, we should probably have the dates. I got you. Hold on one second. It's it's easy peasy. Um, it is. Yeah. March 23, 24. Um, yeah. So yeah, check that out. And again, the code, you'll save you a hundred dollars. It's MTR 2024. Um, mm -hmm. But we have other resources that we're going to be offering up here in the next couple of weeks. We, again, we have a couple of, a few very, very cool interviews that yeah. we're excited about. Um, I'm going to Costa Rica. Yeah. I'm going to study with uh, Terry Real and Esther Perel and so come cool. back with a whole bunch of new stuff new to knowledge. share. Yeah. And um, so it's, a, it's an exciting time to be a part of marriage therapy. I hope so. I'm going to, yeah. obviously I'm going to try and recruit her to come on the podcast, but we'll see. Obviously. I think Maybe. it would be really interesting. And, and it, it will be interesting because we, uh, is her, some of her work can often be uh, like kind of a, in a stark contrast from the Gottman's work. It's also a little bit different from some of the research findings that we will work on with Peggy Klein Platts. So I, I, I think it's interesting to have some diverse voices that don't always mm -hmm. see eye to eye. So that would be really fascinating. Okay. Next week, the, the episode that comes out next week is mm -hmm. we are interviewing a woman who's entire body of work is around ADHD and marriage. Um, so cool. And I cannot wait to talk to her. It is ADHD is like re rearing its head is more and more in my office. And I just, mm -hmm. I just want to like, be like, go ahead and talk for an hour. Just, I'll just listen. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you have to say. Give us everything. <laughs> Dump yeah. all the knowledge on us. So yeah, I, I have a lot of that too. And it's been really helpful. The last we've had, I think maybe one or two interviews so far <laughs> over seven years uh, that have to do with ADHD. So this is well needed uh, mm -hmm. resource. 
Okay, well, let's let's land this plane. Lots of things to check out. You can go to Gottman.com for, um, to register for the Art and Science of Love. The code is MTR2024, and you save $100 on that. You can go to our website, and from there, you'll be able to check out uh, my donation page for uh, raising funds for the children's cancer. Be like tumor, Kirsten. Be like Kirsten. That's right. That's Kirsten, our new motto. Kirsten. Be like yeah. Kirsten. Be like Kirsten. <laughs> yeah. For the Children's Tumor Foundation. Okay. Uh, let's land it. You got it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. Um, well, I think we already mentioned all the important things, Gottman.com. You can also go to our website and check out what's coming up. We do have so many cool guests coming up. So if this is your first time joining the podcast, please continue to listen, download. Um, and also reviews are amazing, you guys. So please uh, hop on to apple.com or wherever you get the podcast and give us a, uh, a review, a five-star review. If there's five stars, four, if there's four, thanks for all of your time and attention, making a relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.